Hey, how are you all doing? So thank you for joining me. Please do consider um, sharing, I don't know, following, whatever it is you need to do to keep in tune with these, um, with, with with all my postings. Just, yeah. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Tea and Toast. I haven't been around for a while, so I feel like um, this one's a bit of a strange one because I really want to geek out about some of the things that I'm actually able to do and hopefully this will give you an idea of what you would do as a social enterprise if you walked away from the stuff that you do and then you get into doing digital stuff and it'll hopefully give you an idea of some of the things that some of the mistakes that I make <laughs> might be the better way of putting it First mistake that I've made is that there's no sound in the background, so this is just going to be me um, talking directly to you. So, um, yeah, we're, let's get into this. So, right now, I'm wanting and itching to record something and do a bit of content, which is why um, I'm here. And this table is really wobbly, so apologies for that bang sound. But... There's a number of things that I've noticed that I have issues with. Um, the way that I've listed some of the digital problems that I've got is simply by creating a, um, a checklist. And I've got an iPhone, so I use the native notes app that's within that. Um, and that's really, really quite straightforward. When you look at it, I do sort of regularly have lists that I create. Um, on this one, that I'm looking at, I wanted to just mention a couple of bits, but actually it's gone missing and I don't know why. I think it's because I deleted it. And the reason why I deleted it brings me on to the next bit, which is I've created and populated that list, but it now needs to be actionable. So what I've done is I've moved them over into Trello. And if you buy Trello, then there's a button that means you can change your checklist into lots of different cards. Um, but I had to go through 20 times and just click this other little button that did it. So now I've got lots of little cards. So my checklist now has individual cards and I can now store information about each item. For example, I've got um, an email that I had from Road, uh, which was one of the things that I'm just looking at now. And it's something that I had an issue with in terms of creating a video thing where I needed the microphone to be connected. And I've got a lovely little box here where I've got some of my equipment and actually I've got um, my, I've got my GoPro out. And what's really cool is that I don't know if you can see the GoPro, um, if, or if you've seen it in, in past videos, but this road mic is supposed to slot onto um, my camera thing here, but I don't have the right stuff. Now I've looked just now and I thought I needed a couple of cables. Um, my thought was that I needed some kind of fancy USB. Um, and it turns out that I'm currently charging my GoPro, so I can't really plug this in um, to charge it or to connect this USB into it. So that's something that I need to maybe take a look at. But if I wanted to, I could 
get the other side of that audio and plug it into the side of the road and this is a regular audio jack um, that you would use for like headphones and I could plug that in but again the issue is that I can't really slot that on now I've recently been given a little bit of money so I feel flash um, and I don't normally feel like that so I'm looking at buying um, something that doesn't say GoPro on it but instead says Rode and the reason for that is because um, I need this microphone, the Rode one, to actually work with my GoPro gear, and it currently doesn't. So I'm going to now purchase and buy myself um, any cables that I need, which sounds like I don't need anything, but I might buy one that connects from my Rode to my iPhone anyway. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a media mod for my actual GoPro, which will allow me to then... Um, slide this little baby onto the top so I'll have my GoPro with um, this on top so I'll have beautiful audio at the same time with uh, um, hopefully no squeaking sounds like that so the next thing that I needed to do um, if I look at what I've already done um, is weirdly I needed to look at my GoPro um, subscription because it was attached to my Apple Pay iPhone -y kind of stuff and I just wasn't too happy about that so I've deactivated it and now I'm just kind of wondering what's gonna happen and I looked at it and I think the subscription is cheaper if I do it through the GoPro website so that's the reason for me stopping it and if something happens and there's a hiccup I know that I'll be able to pick it up uh, in a couple of months from now, in May, when it runs out. So I'll be able to then hook that back up. But ideally, I don't want to have it from there. I'd rather have it on the GoPro account so that it subscribes that way. And I think it was too easy and they get you hooked into these little things. So I feel like I need to come out of that to be able to see if I can get a cheaper deal on the actual GoPro website. One other thing that I've done, um, and this might shock you in terms of cost, is that instead of waiting for a couple of months for my website to run out of its hosting package, I've bought another one. And I have not done what some of you should be doing, which is to buy uh, another one and transfer it over, because that would save money and that would be great. That's a bit like um, a credit card, and that's what you could be doing. Um, but for me, I'm a bit lazy and I just want to keep it in one place, and I'm happy with the service that I get. So being happy with this service means that I just want to keep it in one place. So I've spent 200 and something pounds on SiteGround, and it was more like 450 pounds for two years, and that's not too bad. I think paying 250 odd pounds a year is actually okay for what they offer, and they offer other things like a particular plugin that I can get um, with a certain package so that it plugs into my WordPress website. And you have to pay for that separately, which is a bit tricky, but um, I'm just super happy with the fact that I might have issues uh, or I might have a hack or a problem or a malfunction with my website. And if it's related to files and storage, I can go to SiteGround and skip through their stuff and have a look at the FAQ. But if that fails, actually chat to somebody in real time. I find that doing that with this particular company works and I have done it in the past. And they've actually done the work for me where I had a little gremlin within the database and I didn't want to delete the entire database, which 
ultimately would mean I'd lose the design of the website. So I just asked them to help me out and they did. And it was amazing. So that's the reason for staying with them because customer service is amazing. I would, however, change to someone that does the same domain and hosting kind of service, but might be a social enterprise and based in the UK. If that's you, then give me a shout out, say something. And anyway, just do it because I would jump and I would love to have a podcast session or something because I don't hear about that like ever. Um, some of the other things that I wanted to sort of say, look, this is what I'm up to is updating some of my slides for my workshops, but I'm also looking at um, how I might develop my homepage so that it meets um, the potential scaling up of some of my work because currently I just deliver a bunch of workshops and I'm considering offering a little bit more and how that might look. But in general, I don't actually update my website um, and I get that it looks a little bit rubbish, but that might not be a great thing, but I do know what I'm doing. So I'm figuring out how can I, what do I need to offer and what do you want me to offer? Um, so again, I'm going to be asking those questions on workshops, but if you're here, then please do um, leave a comment or tweet me at Tea and Toast or you know, follow me on Facebook or whatever it is and let me know what it is you want as a social enterprise that you need digital help and support with. Um, and I will be there um, because I'm wanting to develop that, especially as we get closer to um, Unlimited launching some of those juicy videos um, that I will be featured in. Now, one of the other things that I'm going to be doing is looking at my digital strategy because I have mentioned um, this idea of developing my web page and why I need your help with that. But actually, I also need to be a part of that process. So the part of the process there is that I want to strategize a little bit more on what I think I'm trying to put out there. And that might be more of a formal business structure, but actually some of it is to do with just building a few pages here and there um, so that you have a better experience of some of the content that might be available. Through thinking through um, some of the strategy elements, I realized that one thing that was missing on my homepage that I do suggest is a newsletter. So what I'm keen on doing is using my Substack newsletter to make that available so that you can come to the website and subscribe to that because I currently don't do that. The reason for me having these things in play and for me to have a look at them is mainly because... I have periods of time where I come in and out and I review what I do and if I need to change it. And a lot of times I kind of like condense things down, I take it easy and I just do a few clients and subjects and I've got a bunch of training workshops around digital and social enterprise. So with those things, it means I'm able to just manage that. But actually, now that I'm also creating content, I feel like I need to streamline that content a little bit more and that hopefully will come out um, through the web page. My goal is to, and I'm looking at um, a particular diagram here, is to create this sense of subscribe to my newsletter just there in, in top of that box and then below that to have a number of other content links and then hopefully apply services and potentially in the future but definitely looking at some of the cheat sheets and things that I offer through the workshops and giving them to you um, directly on the web page but trying to get people to subscribe to bits of content because a lot of the time I 
make content based on what's currently happened. And that would be across a knee-jerk reaction of six sessions. And that happens across the year, like seven, six times, sorry, four or five times maybe actually, sometimes six. Um, and one of the extra things that I want to do is that I do currently offer these sessions through Unlimited uh, for free, but I want to then charge for them for anybody else that might sit on the periphery or they're not sure and they're wanting to come back. So I want to create my own events in the future as well. So these things are a part of what I want to do. In fact, that's something that I don't think I've noted down. Um, plan ing of Eventbrite paid um workshops and yes i would use eventbrite because i've used that before and i've used it in the arts and i've used that in education i've used that for local government authorities and it's just a beautiful way of doing stuff and for me i wouldn't really care about the transaction fee too much it would just be a part of it but i might also do free stuff and you can do all of that on eventbrite and it's really useful one thing that i will say that um, might be unique and interesting is that I put Eventbrite, but what I want to do is actually add the word Facebook in there because that's another potential. Um, there's also the Meetup tool or website, and that's really useful, but I tend to find that people go to Eventbrite, and when you share that link to Facebook, it doesn't really like anything that's not Facebook. So it'll tend to try and prioritize these other things. So if you're able to foster a relationship on Facebook, and if that's where you are, and you've got a good community, putting your events up there is a really, really good idea because you're able to then have those events look like they've been tailor-made for Facebook. And Facebook will love you for that. Um, it'll show more about that stuff. It also means that you're able to get a particular type of audience and you know who's coming through Facebook, whereas Eventbrite is broad and you have to do the marketing for that. Um, but at the same time, Eventbrite does have its own marketing because it's a big platform. So people tend to gravitate toward that particular platform. Some of the other things that I would like to do are look at social media. This is something I looked at earlier today um, and I scratched my head and then I went away from it. I do need to get my head down and look at it again because social media has an issue for me in the sense that the social media management tools all do different things and I've got this crazy idea where I could save money and I could do brand website and LinkedIn businessy stuff through Buffer as a social media management tool bear with me and then any content that I've got would go on Instagram Twitter and Facebook and they would be on my Hootsuite and both accounts would be completely free sounds bonkers but actually when you divide it up and use them for what they are that could actually work and that would be quite interesting. So I think the next thing I need to do is have a look at if I'm able to do that and get away with doing it for free. The only real issue there is that I don't really have a solid one size fits all kind of set of analytics tools. So in which case I would need to adopt certain things to be able to do that um, or adopt certain practices. But I think that's not a bad way of dividing up your things. Alternatively, you could just do the right thing and just pay one platform, in which case I would suggest looking at social B. But for some reason, I just didn't like it. And I just, yeah, but I, I'm in the process now of streamlining my content. 
And that brings me to my final point about content, which is that I now I'm in a position where I've realized that I need to work harder at scripting. And this is something that I'm not doing right now um, because I don't want to script. I enjoy telling you about the different bits that I'm doing and hopefully that'll get you to see where my journey's at. And I hope that's a value because I think that I try and do it from a, a point of, look, what are the things that digital marketing people might be doing and considering then as a social enterprise you maybe aren't that digital savvy or you don't have time but by dipping into these bits of information you're able to go oh i need a special usb cable now for a gopro or for a road and i didn't know that before because i didn't know that before and through this video you've kind of discovered that and i think that little bits of information will hopefully come out the more you sort of uh, stay in tune and follow me so i'm hoping that works but the scripting thing for content is valid and important even though it's not my way and my style the reason why it's really good is because i i just then a moment ago like forgot what i was saying and i um and are a lot and often what we tend to do in conversation is go around ourselves and i have a habit of talking for a while and not really sort of getting to the point maybe fast enough so if i was editing this out there'd be chunks that i might edit out and i want to reduce certain bits and actually that has a place as well as these longer drawn out sessions so i think that it would be nice to chunk things down a little bit and have more concise bits of information so what the plan is is to try to come at this from a scripting point of view and then do what I've done with these unlimited uh, sessions, which is to read them out. So I would read things out and then edit things together. So the video is a little bit more constructed, but it also hits notes of what you need and want. And then I answer them. I think that I'm still a little bit unsure about specific elements, but there are times when I do go really quite specific. So it would be interesting to do that and it would give me more juice to structure video and content. The reason why I start with scripting is because then I would move over to video and then I would be able to put the video into um, a vlog slash podcast mode or vlog slash YouTube mode, but at the same time have the content already written for blog posts which is great and the reason why that works is because I've tried speech to text whilst I'm doing recording translating that into the text but there are a heck of a lot of mistakes there is one tool called Descript which is absolutely beautiful and I would recommend that you do use it I've found it tricky to use that and I think that having a script would actually help me to maybe read that through better um, and have that on another screen as well as then going through whatever that particular session is. So I think it will be tricky to navigate through. But ultimately, what I'm trying to say to you is that I am trying to say stuff, but also live that and not show that I'm doing something different. So the advice and support that I give and all the knowledge that I share on my workshops is repeated not repeated but it's really useful and some elements are repeated and one of those threads is that you need to come back to and review what you do so this is me saying look i'm reviewing what i'm doing um and this is 
what's going on. And I know that I've sucked at doing some content in February, but that's because I was busy. And now I'm thinking, wait a minute, I could use that as an opportunity to plan ahead and project what I'm doing. Um, so reviewing your content and your strategy for how you create content and streamline it out is content strategy in its own right. And then beyond that, I've then got a website strategy, which is where I talked about the homepage and then developing from that homepage and looking at the services that I offer, how people navigate through that homepage slash website, which would then give me a conversion rate example of what people may be interested in or not. And that would give me more of a analytical service led strategy that might then fold into more of a coherent um, AdWords uh, campaign strategy. Hopefully I've managed to say a whole bunch of stuff there and I'm tying it together to give you this idea of review points that I'm going through now, but how I see the different digital strategies within that. So instead of just talking about it broadly, being able to piece those things together, I haven't written anything down like that, but I suggest that if you're doing this work, then you do. Um, I've done this and I'm already noting some of these things down and I'm sort of doing it in my head and pieces and putting the pieces together. I'm now going to go away and try and put some of those bits down, but further down the line, I would then come back to looking at conversions. And I'm not going to be doing that for a while. I just want to make sure that I'm reviewing my content strategy. So it's streamlined and potentially looking at how I would develop the website. And if I need to now at that point, then I would come back in three months and say, Hey, I'm doing all right. Or I'm not. Chances are I'm probably not, and I'm still wanting to develop the content strategy, which is fine. Um, um, it's been maybe four or five months since I've had the GoPro and had a few issues and realized I need a microphone. Then from having the microphone going, uh, I need a wire, and I've just not got around to it. So these things do take time. That's just one cable I'm talking about. So an entire strategy, give it time. Um, and hopefully things will see itself through and you'll get the teething pains out. And the goal is to actively do things periodically. So every three months, break that down into every month, it's at least every three months and then six months, do a review. Hopefully that gives you an insight into what I was talking about. Thank you very much for being here. Um, I've been talking for 20 something minutes now. So please do once again, hit the like, subscribe button and follow me and do all that jazz. And let me know what your thoughts are and what you found tricky about doing certain digital content. Thank you very much. Until next time, see you soon.